here we go, folks, with Inside Middle Tennessee. Another wonderful, sunny, beautiful day. Where are, we, where are you? <laughs> oh, is, I'm doing it by Zoom. I'm in Florida right now. <laughs> we came up West 7th Street this morning. Ellie Grace and I did going to school, taking her to school, and um, the bottom fell out, as they used to say. Oh, yeah. And I started singing, row, row, row your boat up West 7th Street. I went to my office on Hatcher Lane and the same thing. You know, the proverbial started raining cats and dogs. Yes. You might step in a poodle. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, you know, isn't it just typical February weather? Oh, it is. Yeah. It is. You and know, there's more There's more cloudy days than there are sunny days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why this time of year is so depressing to people. We're, we're, we're not in, getting enough sunshine. Yeah. yeah. We're in false spring. Yeah. You're going to have to help your mom with the microphone here. Yes. There you go. I'll do better. That's all right. She doesn't need a microphone. I do the best I can with what I have. (laughs) Does pretty well. All right, folks. I'm Jim Ross. we got Delk Kennedy, owner-operator, on the board. Thank goodness, Delk. We're always glad you're here. And getting more proficient all the time. (laughs) Morning, Jim. All on it. Representative Scott Sapicki, all dressed up oh, and yes. nowhere to go. He oh, looks... I got a place to go. Uh, he's got a place to go. <laughs> I bet he's got a bunch of places to go. You know, and the dynamic duo. Good morning. She- Sheila Hickman and Good Sarah morning. Elizabeth Hickman McLeod. No Ellie Grace, no Eddie. No, so, they're on assignment. So <laughs> we'll, well, Ellie Grace got to be in Las Vegas. That's true. Super Bowl. She got yeah. to do her picks. Yeah. That's Ellie true. the Greek will speak. Yeah. Sponsored by Kennedy Sports Booking. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> Del, got to pay the bills, man. Yeah. Come to the second floor on, on, on West 7th and go upstairs and see uh, Ellie the Greek. Well, yeah. no, no gambling for me. <laughs> Well, as usual, we always have a special guest or two. We've got Rod Taylor here with Harvest Share, and he's going to promote. He pr- promoted it last week on this show, and he's got an event coming up tomorrow. What do you got going, Rod? Morning, Jim. Morning, everyone. Thank you. Uh, I sit on the board here for the Murray County Harvest Share Food Pantry, and tomorrow's our uh, 13th annual Soup and Bowl fundraiser, playing off of the big game on Sunday. I will not say it like I did last week. Um, and we will be, this year, it will be out at the uh, new location, the National Guard Armory, at 844 North James Campbell Boulevard. And we will be out there from 11 a.m. Uh, to 2 p.m. tomorrow. And hopefully we'll see a little bit of sunshine. But uh, tickets will be $10 at the door for adults and $5 at the door for children five uh, ages 5 to 10. We have a live auction, a silent auction, and, uh, and then we're going to be doing a uh, bake sale also to benefit the Paul Pantry, which is a new uh, addition to the Harvest Share here in town. Did you have any luck contacting Mars? I, I personally have not, but I know that they've reached out that to us. reached them, out so to yeah. us. Uh, Thanks to Scott bringing that up. So Yeah, and, and want to uh, to put in a plug, or say a plug, but a correction. I was reading the Daily Herald this morning, and they said it was going to be at the Army Recruiting Station at 800 <laughs> South James Campbell Boulevard. But it's not going to be, folks. It's going to be at the National Guard Armory, which is at the corner of Industrial Park Road and every third person through the door will be automatically inducted yeah. into the military. There you go. <laughs> there we go. Come in. Well, come in. They're bypassing the recruiting stage. Yeah, just come in and raise your right hand as you're coming on in. And just, those who speak Spanish are going to go to the front of the line. Yeah. <laughs> and get right on up there. 
I, and I appreciate you mentioning the entrance um, out there. It will be on that. We will be bringing anybody, everybody in on that southeast side of the uh, building where the big red overhead door. The garage door. Yes, sir. The garage door. Okay. That, and so. that faces uh, Industrial Park Road. Yes, correct. Yes, sir. That's so they can back the Army trucks back up in there and load their new recruits. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Scott's on a roll this He's morning. He's on a roll you know, this morning. I wonder what he ate this morning. I, I don't know if we could stop him or not. You know? He's warmed up for nine. Oh, he's happy because he, you know, his. You can't he, stop me. You can only hope to contain me. Because yeah. <laughs> he's got a child who has committed and going to sign with Memphis. Yes. Oh, awesome. Yeah. He got one of them out of the house. He's off the phone. Not food. yet. Not yet. He'll be off he's the still food. On, he's still on the picky food plan. Yeah. He'll be off the food payroll. We want him on the state of Tennessee's food plan through the University of Memphis. All you know? right. That's a fine scoop. All right, Rod, go through it again real quick. The, the times, yes, the sir. cost, and the event. It will be 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. And again, it is the new location out at the uh, National Guard Armory. Again, that is 844 North James Campbell Boulevard, as Jim said, the corner of Industrial Parkway and James Campbell Boulevard. We'll be out there from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. We will start the silent auction at 11 a.m. Uh, then there will be 15 area soups. Uh, and I do have a list of those. Last week, I think I was asked and I didn't have them. This week, I do have them. Uh, Rebel Bar and Grill will be uh, offering a zesty chili. Um, for us to eat. Cabin Coffee will be at Chicken Thai Soup, uh, Betty's Parkway Restaurant, Chili and Loaded Potato. River Terrace will be doing a Formaggio Chop House. Columbia I'm Health. glad you could pronounce that. Yes. <laughs> I'm <Wow>. impressed. <laughs> My wife taught me. There you go. <laughs> Columbia Health Food Store will be doing lasagna with turkey sausage. Uh, Legends Restaurant will be doing potato cheese soup. The Square Market and Cafe, uh, tomato artichoke soup. Oh, that's, oh, that's my favorite. It's very, very good. <laughs> Ollie and Finn's Counter will be doing a sweet potato and ginger soup. Southern Trey Steakhouse will be doing a tomato basil. Barino's Italian Southern Eatery, Southern-style hearty chicken, which on a day like this sounds really good. Ember's Tavern and Grill will be doing a potato soup. Katie's Pie, Katie Pius and Son Country Kitchen will be doing an Italian wedding soup. Little Juice Company will be doing tomato basil, and the Catfish Campus will be doing a beef stew. We also have breads um, from local bakeries there, and again, we will be having desserts, uh, homemade desserts from several people in the area and community will be doing those, and then we'll also be having a bake sale to benefit Paul Pantry. And that will be tomorrow, um, again, from 11 to 2 out at the National Guard Armory. There will be signage up at the Memorial Building uh, tomorrow to let everybody know that it will be out at the National Guard Armory, not the Memorial <laughs> Building. So just because we know that's going to be a challenge, again, 13 years doing it. Uh, we also have a DJ, and uh, EA Auctions will be doing our uh, our auction auctioneering for us. Eddie Abels, who comes in here. Oh, yes. The, the double E's, Eddie and Eddie come in here yeah. from there time to time. No, there is no way to measure the amount of money he has raised doing auctions for these worthy causes i i can't remember when he when he didn't yeah yeah and all you have to do is call and ask him yeah and call you said the cost is ten dollars per adult uh five dollars per children ages five to ten and again that gets you you don't have to just eat one soup you can try all 15 soups that we have we will be doing the best soup in murray county um and you'll be able to taste them and then be able to vote on your favorite your favorite soup are takeout options available kind of like the pancake breakfast great great question yes there will be also take take out uh, you get a um Logoed soup and bowl bowl with a lid that you can take some soup home with you if you can't make or someone can't make or you want to take some home for later. Rod, uh, I got a question because you mentioned the soup and I want to know if our ladies know exactly what it is because I want an explanation. You mentioned one in there. I want to know what is an Italian wedding 
soup. It, it's got <laughs> like some, vegetables. It's vegetables. It's got. I think little pastina in it. I yeah, think, but yeah. I think it's vegetables. I'm yeah. just depressed that you knew. I mean, I, I had no idea. That's yeah. because you're the groom. Yeah, no kidding. You're right. You, you got to show up and say one thing. I do. Yeah, that, that is the extent of your job, right there. That, and, and then get your wallet out for the rest. Everything of your else life. is stay out of the, the, the yeah. way. What, what, the folks I, over here laughing at that one. He understands that one. Like speaking truth, right there, Del. <laughs> real quick. I wouldn't speak that much truth on public airway. <laughs> <laughs> There's no holes barred on this show, just like there isn't on Three Dudes with a View. Happy life, happy life. Del Kennedy says that, right? <laughs> That's right. It's, I think it's in one of his Right before his Kennedy sports booking and gaming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have the FCC in here before the end of the day. Oh, Scott, I'm Episcopalian now, but there's enough COC in my background. There's no gambling, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a bad habit. Well, you know, we do have the Super Bowl co- coming up, and we've got a long snapper in here and a punter. So, I'll, you know, what do you guys uh, think about the, the matchup? Well, I, I think it comes down to uh, – And, Rod, you can jump in here. Um, I think uh, Frisco is going to have to play nearly a perfect football game. Uh, the, the defensive pass rush for the 49ers – can be very, very good, and it's going to have to be great because if they have to start bringing linebackers, Kelsey is going to kill them, you know, in those little short passing game. But if they can get the the pressure on Mahomes to get him moving around um, with, with four man pressure and be able to keep you know seven men back there playing playing coverage, um, it could be a long night for the, the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs have shown that in these games they normally rise to the occasion, and if you look at the way Brock Purdy has played the last couple games, has been pretty shaky. Uh, so you know it might come down to. I, I, here's what I think: I think Frisco wins it in a close game, or unfortunately, the Chiefs blow them out. I, I don't think I don't think Frisco's going to blow them out. I think it's going to be a close football game for Frisco to win, or the Chiefs are going to blow them out. Yeah, one way or the other. One way or the other. I agree. And Brock Purdy, I think he has to have his perfect game. Perfect game. Like he's had, he's had a couple of those this year, but he's also had the last several have been shaky. very, yeah, very shaky. So we had a good one in the playoff game. He didn't. He? Uh, uh, the NFC Championship was not a good effort, and and, he, and you're not going to be able to do that. So yeah, there you go. So what what's the line on the game? By the way, do you know? I, uh, I don't know. No, I haven't even looked at it. Well, I was know. waiting for Delk. To Delk, tell me. what do you got? <laughs> yeah, Delk. Delk gotta know, Delk. You gotta have this one off the top of your head. Come on, Delk. I just want to see when Taylor Swift shows. Up. <laughs> well, you know, the, you know, you can bet in Vegas right now of how many times they show Taylor Swift in the football game. Yeah, they really? Call that a, they call yeah. that a prop bit. Yeah. Cool. Seriously, that's what yeah. that's what it's called. How many times they, they, they go to her? Yep. That's like, you can bet if Travis Kelsey catches the football, they're going to her. Yeah. They, they do all the time. So. Yeah. Which is it's really funny. I mean. Okay. At least that gives you some way to make odds. <laughs> right? So you're trying to figure out if how many catches Kelsey's going to get, right? Right. That will kind of set the, the over-under, right? how many times you're going right. to yeah, see Taylor. You're going to see Taylor. Go Taylor. I, I, heard, I heard a stat that. The fact that Taylor Swift is going to be there is increasing the female audience by 40%. 
Uh, My goodness. You know, now, we're not going to tell everybody that that 40% is all 14 years yeah. old and under. All, but uh, <laughs> All girls watching with their dads. Well, you know, yeah. you know it'll be very interesting, in my marketing brain, is, you know, when we watch the Super Bowl, right, traditionally it's the more geared towards adult commercials, right? Mm-hmm. But with Taylor Swift's audience there, I wonder if we're going to see more investment in commercials for younger people. Yeah. Maybe. Probably. Maybe. You know, yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah. I, I saw. Mean, um, you? Now, he, if Travis Kelsey gets zero catches, yeah. it could be a lot of waste of money. <laughs> but if he gets seven or eight catches, I mean, you're going to that's going to be a great audience for them. Yes, I think so. You know, and the commercials are always such a big oh, draw. I can't wait to see the Budweiser. I always love the Budweiser mm-hmm. commercials. And then I saw a clip. Um, on the news or something, but they took two Clydesdales into a casino mm-hmm. um, yesterday or sometime this week, and it was just so neat. Those are huge horses compared oh, yeah, to all that equipment. They're and, bigger than Scott. Supposedly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> supposedly, the last couple Super Bowls, Budweiser has gotten away from the Clydesdales. Uh-huh. Yeah, they People have. have been complaining about it, and I think with the Bud Light fiasco, uh-huh. I think you're going to see more of a traditional Budweiser commercial in the Super Bowl this year. Scott, did you hear how much money Budweiser has spent uh, on commercials or whatever to come in here? Fourteen million. Yeah, how about they've got that? Get, probably only buys you thirty seconds. Well, yeah. I mean, they've got to rebuild some damage that's been done. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think what you're going to see is you're going to see going back to that more traditional commercial that we're all used to that pulls on our heartstrings. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and or or and or is patriotic. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So Clydesdale with a American flag in his mouth as he trots down, you know. To the strip, yeah, Vegas. Yeah, all right, all right, folks. It's we're up against a break, and we're gonna pay a few bills, and we'll be right back with Inside Middle Tennessee. Parks Motor Sales in Columbia has a large assortment of quality new and pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, a trusted sales staff, and financing plans that fit any budget. Visit Parks once and you'll quickly discover why people all over Middle Tennessee have been buying vehicles there for more than 60 years. And factory certified technicians can service and repair your vehicle as long as you own it. Go to ParksMotorSales.com or stop by the lot at 919 Nashville Highway and take a test drive today. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. 
Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trotwood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Life gets busy and sometimes slowing down to buy your family quality food can seem impossible. This is Terry Taylor with Taylor Family Farm and we offer local home delivery in addition to our local drop locations to help with that problem. Now you can get your favorite pastured poultry, pork and grass-fed beef delivered right to your door. Visit TaylorFamilyFarmTN.com to find out how. We believe in healthy food, healthy people and healthy community at Taylor Family Farm. Yeah. Here we go, folks. We're right back <laughs> with inside. You need that internal clock. Middle Tennessee. Well, I, I was listening to when the music stopped or the, <laughs> Delta or the commercial sneaky. stopped. He is. He is he's a. Sneaky. He's a sneaky operator, but it's all right. Yeah. yeah. He, he's got to learn. He, he's learned how to dodge the TBI with you know his <laughs> business here and his gambling business. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, by the but, way, you can get vapes on the third floor here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. That's okay. He's got the state rep in his pocket to kind of keep it yeah. all day. For what he pays me, that pocket's very shallow. <laughs> very shallow. 
no vaping, no gambling. <laughs> see, see, Doug, see how much fun you have on Fridays. You got that long Monday, t- Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, where, Thursday, where it's all ugly. And you beat each other's head in, and here, here you go. You get to have fun. No, That's, it's a pleasure to be here with you guys. <laughs> well, of course it is. Thank you. This is you the know? tame crowd. <laughs> yeah, some days we actually laugh. <laughs> you know. So what you got here? So I have. Um, We've been cleaning out at the house and just pray for us. Just pray for us. So, purging. Um, purging. Um, it is uh, 50 something years of my parents' married life and then 15 years of mine and Sean's married life, plus Ellie Grace's menagerie that came along. Some for a child that didn't have anything before she got here. Her menagerie all has four legs. Yes. <laughs> yes. But um, I just started digging and I found a bunch of my old papers and stuff. And one of my favorite things I ever did um, as a teenager, which is weird, but I did an oral history interview with my great aunt, Ellie, who my child is named mm-hmm. after, and my grandfather and my great uncle, Merrill. And it's on your mother's side or your oh, father's side? Oh, this is side? the Hutcherson side. So this is Mama's side. Okay. This um this is the line that the farm that we live on. Okay. Um, came down came, through. Came down through. So um in twenty twenty eight the farm will be in our family a hundred years. Oh um, right. you get to be a century farm. Yeah. Um and it came through my great grandmother, Nevada Nevada Shote Hutcherson. Um, so it was bought for her by her father. So it's kind of a maternal line. I've heard of Hutchinson's, but I've never heard of a Hutcherson. Well, yeah. my grandfather said those other people just couldn't spell. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, but I was going to talk about the importance of oral history. Oral history, um, that's one of my specialties with my history degree. Um, I was the graduate coordinator of narrating Hurricane Katrina through oral history for the Gore Center at MTSU. Um, after Katrina, we had a, a lot of people move to Middle Tennessee from New Orleans. Now, you were a young thing when Katrina hit. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, that was my first year in graduate school. Yeah. And um, I was honored to interview all types of people that ended up here and that have st- a good bit of them have stayed here that I know of. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we did was talk to them about their experience, about what happened to them, how they felt about it. Um, and that's important to get the narrative because that is a collective history in itself because you're getting them to tell firsthand stories. Mm-hmm. It's not a historian participating or, you know, reflect, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's their story. Um, but oral history is very important, and that's how we get folk tales, the oral tradition in families, you know, telling stories and everything passed down and and all of that. But um, interviewing people is just as simple as sitting down with a tape recorder or your voice recorder on your cell phone um, or a video. Um, we all have – we all – Used to, you used to have a, have a tape recorder and a video camera. Now you have it all in one mm-hmm. with your cell phone. Um, the Library of Congress has this um, American Folklore Center that does a lot of, it collects all the oral history. So 
it can be anything. Like they have a civil rights oral history collection. They also have veterans um, oral history collection. And actually there is a veterans history project that is ongoing. Um, and there's all the information's on the Library of Congress website. But I think it's important that you talk to people. Like you could do with Scott, for example, he played in professional sports you could sit down and talk to him about his experience in the professional Mm -hmm. sports industry um but i think it's important to sit down with them to get their story and how they felt and i talked to my great aunt and uncle and grandfather about growing up on the farm during the great depression all right now when did you do this i did this on february the 15th 1999 and how long have they been gone Oh, oh gosh, Granddaddy's been gone ten years. Ain't Ellie's been gone. So 2013 or yeah. so ballpark. Um, 2010, 2013. Ain't yeah. Ellie has been gone since 2000. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing you got a hold of her. In 96. I know. You know? I know. Um, she was born in 1904. Wow. And so, um, and she never left the farm. She was the oldest. She took care of my great grandparents. She took care of the farm. She took she, care of everybody. She took care of everybody. She made. She sewed. She. She did everything. Milked cows. She raised turkeys. She. Um, when her siblings, when some of the siblings, there was eleven of them all together counting. And her. she was the oldest. And she was the oldest. So in other words, she was the second mama. Yes, uh-huh. she was. And um, lovely lady never had any children and she was so sweet and kind but i asked them what no they, she did have children she had 10 under her. <laughs> yeah she had 10 under there but we we talked about what they did on the farm and everything but they really didn't know and we've talked about this when you had a farm that was self-sustaining you did not know there was anything bad going on well they had plenty to eat they had, had plenty to eat. place to live but they didn't it didn't make much difference to them <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, and the way they got their news, that everybody had a radio, and they gathered around That's the radio right. to listen to, you know, one of the famous radio announcers. And mm-hmm. I'm trying yeah. to think of the names yeah. of some of them. Del could probably know them too, but but what was Edward Merle, for yeah. example, and a couple of them. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> what was fascinating to me too was all they knew was the farm life and going to church, and the church they attended is the same church that we attend. And um, just to hear what they did. And they talked about toys. I asked them about toys because I wondered what they played with and all it's that. It's called your imagination. Mm-hmm. It was your imagination. Or you could take, um, they would take a wheel off a car um, and make um, a thing. They took a band off a wagon wheel. Um, a tire swing. Tire yeah. swing. Uh, they made pop guns out of cane. Um, they made corn cob pipes and smoked rabbit tobacco and corn silks. <laughs> I bet my grandmother loved that. <laughs> we well, so, had the broomstick ponies. Yes. Yeah. So, but they, you know, I think it's important that you sit down, even if your grandparents don't live here or any of your, you know, sit down on a phone call with them or a video, like a FaceTime or something. Talk to them about their stories because there will be 10 thousand or more questions you would want to ask them oh yes i i'm once so they're gone, so, once they're gone. Yeah, i am so sorry that i didn't pay more attention and i did pay a lot of attention but but now things will come up and i say well i'll be 
I know Granny would have known about that. Well, I'm going through a whole bunch of pictures. Old pictures have been passed down from my family oh, yes. right now, mm-hmm. and determining you know what we're going to hang on to and yeah. whatever. Because I don't think my children are all that interested, you know, in the <laughs> age of a cell phone with all that stuff. And yeah. to to your point, the thought has crossed my mind that I wish my father were still here so I could ask him uh, some questions about Dad. Who is this? And who's that? And, and what the context was yeah, of that photo. Yeah. I have a shoebox of pictures from my great-grandmother. Um, and they are like wedding pictures or snow pictures or whatever. And we know maybe one or two people in it. And some we don't know any of them in it. So, we get, so you can just make you up an ancestor. <laughs> 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 you got the prettiest one and say that. But I also think ancestor. it's important to get those books like um, – Tell me about growing it like a grandmother book or your mom book or a dad book or a grandfather yeah. book to write down. Um, we have those and those are my both of my grandmothers, Granny Hickman and Granny Hutcherson, both sat down and wrote me stories in there. And I was able to use those for a paper in college talking about three generations of women in my family mm-hmm. um, and also write on the back of your photos. Right on the back of them. Say oh, who it I is. Oh, I tell my kids this all the time. If you, of course, they don't print photos. No, no. just in the I said, but if you print a photo, make sure you take a Sharpie and you write the date on it because there's going to come a time when you wish you had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Had done that. Yeah. That ought to be standard practice. Yeah. Yes. Well, David White told me some, well, some time ago that people had discovered the value of having a real picture in your hand that that some folks had come to the realization that all these pictures we have in our telephones would just be lost in the in mist the, in the ether yeah and that that uh same with the book though sheila yeah yeah i mean there's something to be said to be holding something tangible oh yes in I've your hand and, turn, and turning a page as opposed to getting your Kindle out and hoping the light's bright enough you can see. Yeah. <laughs> you know. yeah. I bought one of those things, and it expired before I learned how to use it. <laughs> <laughs> I like the smell of the print. Oh, I like yeah, to get yeah. a new yeah, printed book and smell it. I also like the smell yeah. of musty old books, too. But. Well, now, I will tell you r- real quick, because I grew up around him. There is nobody that I know of that has more pictures than our owner operator sitting at the board right here. And he's got, he's got, uh, you go to Mont Eagle and he's got his, he doesn't have one picture on the wall. He has 5,000 pictures (laughs) on the wall. I don't know about that many, but hey, I mean, your conversation is getting me upset, regretful that I've not taken the time to uh, get, get them all organized. to, well, there's still time. Well, you're right. I mean, it's just well, I it's just, a massive I, project. I always think it's important. And your mom and dad were yeah. a treasure trove of that stuff, too. They knew all kind of oh, things. Oh, yes. I mean, I, well, and I think. I've, I've got think, 30 years worth online, you know, up there in the cloud somewhere. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. 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 But it, I, I, I think, it, and also I think it's important if, if you are listening and you're a grandparent or, um, or even a parent. Start a box of just family stuff. Just get a box and just start throwing, you know, important like but letters. Identify. But identify them, letters, whatever, cards. I keep a whole bunch of greeting cards that were sent to me um, from family members that are no longer 
here, but I have their signature. You know, I still have a tangible thing that they thought enough of me to send to me. Well, you know, to your to your point about the history, one of the things I thought were great, I've got the I think it's two volumes of a history book. I don't know if Bob Duncan uh, was the impetus behind this or not, but nothing but World War Two stories oh that vets. was virginia, virginia. alexander yeah. murray county yeah people who fought in world war ii yeah. and their story yeah they are talking about murray right. county remembers yeah. i guess it's yeah, yeah. That's, I think it's blue, blue. yeah it's blue yeah and the and i think it's two volumes it oh, is that, two. that is an incredible word it is. it is an amazing word and who put it together Del? virginia alexander and uh um, lightfoot right no i don't think it's murray's Somebody helped her. Somebody helped her, but it is, it's got so many stories of what people did. And then it also has the ones that were killed in action or killed during the World War II and what happened to them or what their rank was. And that's such a wealth of knowledge if you're doing World Del, War II. Is your uncle in that one? Yes, he yeah, is. Sure yeah, he is. Uncle uh, Jack Finney was killed in Normandy, wasn't it? Uh, France in uh, September of forty four. Okay, near uh, um, that's getting to be the time about the Battle of the Bulge, isn't it, or close to it? Uh, or? He was with Third Army, but that was before the Bulge. Okay, and he's a gold star on the World War Two service flag yeah. at Oaks Nichols. My yeah. mother never got over it. Oh, uh, I'm sure she and, did, uh, and blamed uh, Roosevelt for getting us in a war that we shouldn't have been in, and. Um, uh, secretly voted Republican all her life. <laughs> that is, but that's I, also back when the Democratic Party was a little different animal than it is now, uh, too. I, you know, she just thought that was a foreign war we should have been involved in. And as time goes on, I think I've, I'm coming around to agree with her. Well, we'll take that up on three yeah. days. So. <laughs> yeah, I, say, I don't know if we could avoid it. But y'all, y'all could settle that one day next week. Yeah. 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 Put yeah. that on the yeah. thing. Exactly. <laughs> Put that on the list. <laughs> well, all right. I think it is it time for a break. It's about that time. Okay. Y'all want to do that? Yeah, yeah, we'll be back. I'll tell you what, folks, it looks clock on the wall says eight forty, so off we go. We'll be middle Tennessee. <laughs> alert, alert! Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has a huge announcement. We're expanding our service center to get you in and out quicker than ever. That's right, five new service bays to get your vehicle back on the road. Don't drive a Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, or Ram. It doesn't matter. Our certified technicians are trained to work on all makes or models. More service, less time. Only at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Family owned and operated. You can count on us. Hi, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Here is what some of our customers are saying about us. Great people. The place to shop for fair prices and great craftsmanship. Beautiful vintage and custom jewelry. Thank you, Beth. That is our goal. Stop by and see for yourself. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. Owned and operated by Rick, custom designer and Carrie registered gemologist. Assuring you the best jewelry value and expert services. 
Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Debbie Matthews with the Nashville Realty Group. And if you've been paying attention, you know the housing market has been tough. But rates are beginning to thaw. So if you're thinking about selling, the time to jump in is getting better every day. But if you're thinking about buying and those interest rates are still a little bit too high, a good agent knows how to negotiate interest rate buy-downs. And I'm a good agent. So call me, Debbie Matthews with Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224. Looking for something to take your mind off this traffic? How about a true story of instant success? Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list plus $75,000? Or the one where a truck driver made a last-minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million? All their lives changed in an instant, and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing, life-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize. You surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners. Oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Hi, I'm Kurt Green. If you're looking for a great night of acapella music, all you've got to do is come out on the 24th, and you'll see us at the Cherry Theater, 7th Element. And you will have such a great time. I'm hoping that all of the community comes out and supports this wonderful concert. It's at 6 p.m. I don't want you to miss it because you can find it so easily on Eventbrite. And just look for 7th Element in France. You're going to love it. Get your tickets today. Here we go, folks. We're back with Inside Middle Tennessee with always, always interesting (laughs) off-air discussions. What is that? All the news fit to print. That's all the news fit Fit not to hear. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, it's not opinionated either. No, no, no. No, we're all very objective. Open-minded. Yes. Couldn't be more. You know, so... 
We, you know, we've kind of covered the Super Bowl. There's always, uh, Scott, you know, a little basketball going on and a little other news. I think the, the state actually might be trying to accomplish something. But uh, <laughs> Well, the state of the state was this week, right, Scott? Yes, it was. I'm actually typing with somebody up in Nashville. Oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> well, he did a good job on the state of the state. i got to answer this. And whoever that was hooping and hollering, he did a good job maintaining the decorum despite those Getting people heckled. in their atrocious <laughs> manners. So um, it, was, um, it was a microchasm of where we've come to as a country that people would be so disrespectful to the governor. You're right. It was it, it it was it was to the point where it's like, with all due respect, we're not other states. We treat people with respect here, especially the governor of the state when he's trying to address the seven million people, not one or two people sitting in the balcony who want to be disruptive. I I received more text during that presentation from people that I know in Murray County and around the state of going, can you please remove that person? Because we can't hear what the governor's yeah. trying to say. And the governor, Did they remove her? No. The governor made a point that, that, to the speaker and to the lieutenant governor that he was anticipating hecklers, but he was going to show that civility would conquer all. Good for him. And um, it was there were some of us that were very upset that these people were shouting things from the balcony that were disruptive to to the to the governor. Um, but we've kind of reached that, I guess. Delk talks about it every Monday through Thursday on the political <laughs> discourse. There's no discussion anymore. It's argument. It's argument now. And um, so I, I, let me brief you run down some of the highlights of the state of the state in case you missed it. Uh, we are increasing. TISA is our funding formula, but inside of that is teacher pay. Last year, we voted to increase teacher pay, so this is the next installment of getting it to $50,000 uh, for a starting pay. We're putting an additional $261 million into the funding formula for teacher pay. Does that, the 50000 start with the next school year? 25, uh, 25, 26, yes. Oh, well, I may not be here then. I wanted to work for $50,000. <laughs> I have a yes, fi- 25, 26. Uh-huh. 26. I have a feeling with your experience that they'll, they'll get you there. <laughs> we are increasing our investments. Uh, one of the problems we've had, at, like at Murray Regional, they do a lot of indigent care. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Well, we've put an, an additional, another round of $208 million to strengthen rural health care for indigent care. So now they will get reimbursed for something. Not yeah. all their costs. But now if you make the loss less of a loss. It helps their bottom line, which makes them more, more able to stay open. Uh, we've also put an additional $100 million to strengthen mental health care. Uh, that's becoming very, very prevalent in our society. Uh, we've also put another $26.7 million investment into services for Tennesseans with disabilities to try to make sure that all their needs are being met as best we can. Uh, we're adding another $20 million to the Rainy Day Fund, bringing the total to over $2 billion, the highest in the, sta- in the country. Uh, $1.6 billion. We are simplifying our franchise excise tax. It was being, um, I guess, mismanaged or mis or mistaxed. Uh, and so we owe some money back to some people that have overpaid. And so we've got to settle that up through, through the courts. $25 million, and this is a big one here that will protect, and Doug might like this one, $25 million to establish the Farmland Conservation Fund. 
That's good. That's a step in the right direction. That we yeah. can we can start to have these uh, family farms uh, can be entered into the Farmland Conservation Fund, get money to reimburse them for that, and therefore we are protecting our farmland across the great state of Tennessee. Well, we it must sounds, do sounds that. right, Scott. Yeah, uh, sixty-three million to create four new state parks. Oh, that's four good. new state parks. Wow! Do we uh, know where they're going to be? So, uh, yes, Delk Kennedy's property, <laughs> uh, the, 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 the Century Farm at, it, at Kettle Mills. It, uh, it's. I think there's going to be two in the Eastern Grand Division, one in the Middle, and one in the Western Grand Division. I think that's really neat. Yes, yes it is. Uh, and then, um, oh, eight million to expand school-based behavioral liaison program to get these kids help that need it. Now they don't get the help without parental consent. But uh, to help to help kids in there, and then seventeen million uh, funding in additional, and this is just the state of where we live in right now. Sixty more state troopers. Uh, mm-hmm. The fentanyl coming good. Out, the fentanyl coming out of Texas is coming through Memphis, and we have got to increase our our interdiction uh, of uh, uh, capabilities. And I think over last year we added sixty more. This year we're adding sixty more on top of it. And you also gave them a pay raise, which they yeah. deserve. And so one of the main things you know our state troopers do is is patrol our highways, and they're looking for these trucks coming out of Texas or something like that. And then they'll pull them over for some type of violation, and then they'll, they'll search the truck. And that's where we're finding the bulk of our our drug uh, our drug interdiction is those trucks coming out of Texas, which obviously originated probably down through Mexico. Oh yeah. And so we're, we're working on that. Uh, we are, uh, you know, um, I wrote down here. Let me go through my list here real quick. Uh, the bills that I'm carrying, uh, I've already got six bills that are working through the system right now. My artificial intelligence bill for schools and stuff, creating a policy that's in government operations on uh, on Monday, along with my math bill starting to how we're going to create and deliver mathematics to our kids. Those will go through GovOps, and then they'll be on the House floor in about a week and a half. Uh, my health care facilities bill that if you assault a health care, if you assault somebody in a health care facility, there'll be an escalation of that. Mm-hmm. Don't assault the people that are here to, to help you. That's in finance. Um, that, that one should be moving to the House floor in about three weeks. The other bill I had, now the three new bills I've got working are the vaccines and food bill. Uh, there is technology, believe it or not, right now that they can add human vaccines to our food source. Yes, it's real. And so what we're going to do is we've, we've worked with uh, Senator Blackburn's office. She's trying to get Congress to act on this. But what everybody wants to do, including Farm Bureau, is they want to make this a pharmaceutical. It's got a, it's got a drug in it, right? Yeah. And so we want to make this a pharmaceutical. So if, if there's a food source that has a human vaccine in it, it will be deemed a food source. and You'll have to have a prescription for it so we know how much dosage you, you have to eat to be able to be covered. That's strange. It's very strange, but this is the technology we have right now, and um, we're, we're hopefully we're going to pass this. It breezed right through the subcommittee. It'll be in full ag this week, but um, Senator Blackburn wants Tennessee to pass this because then she can use that as leverage in the national level to get a uniform policy across the state, across the country. Uh, the other one has to do with school bus drivers. We have a problem right now. Federal law says that if you if you are 16 passengers or above, you have to have a CDL for a school bus driver. Mm-hmm. The state of Tennessee misinterpreted that and said 15. Well, our, our small school buses that ride around here, mm-hmm. those 15 passenger ones, now those people had to have a full CDL, which was never intent of the law. So I'm running a cleanup bill with the Department of Safety to say it's 16 and above, just like federal law states. It'll help a lot of our, our, our school districts that run the smaller buses and our private schools that run smaller buses. 
the two bills that are very important in Murray County, the real estate transfer tax bill, that goes to finance. I did get my fiscal note. I'm very proud of it. It's $104 million. It's going to go behind the budget. Uh, it's tight budget times right now. FNA has already flagged the bill, but at least we know a working number to work with going forward. And then the other one is there's another bill we're working with with the uh, County Powers Relief Act. Uh, uh, myself, uh, Representative Rudd, and others with the builders, we have been working intently with them. We think we have a compromise. Uh, hopefully, if we have that compromise early enough, that bill will go on notice next week, and we will run that bill, which will help to bring some relief to these high-growth counties on creating another revenue source to help pay for growth. Oh, we need that so And then badly. there's a bill out there. I don't know. You might have heard about it. Uh, school something. School, uh, school, school choice. That's right. School <laughs> choice. Small bill. Go flying under the radar. I just want to update everybody. No. Um, <laughs> vouchers. I, Diligently no, working not, on it. It's not vouchers. Okay. Yeah, it's a scholarship. A, scholarship. Okay. a voucher can go to an individual. A scholarship goes to an entity. Okay. Okay. And so um, uh, we're working on this bill. I, I will tell everybody this. There is no language out there now. The, 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 the language that was inadvertently dropped by the Senate was an archaic version of this thing. It was just the 90,000-foot kind of spitballing idea. They were supposed to file a caption bill to open up Title 49 for us, which is education. Yeah. They inadvertently filed a uh, – and I saw this language. It's from two and a half months ago. Okay, So uh, we are about a week, maybe a week and a half away from the House dropping our version of it. I would tell everybody in Murray County, whoever's listening to this, focus on the House version. That's the one that we're going to push forward through. And the reason why I would say that is it's going to segue more away from the school choice. It's still going to be in there, but it's going to be more of an education freedom and an education renaissance bill for public education. Things that we've been trying to do that teachers, I have one sitting next to me, that have told me for over a decade about the problems <laughs> in public education, the, the, the things that tie their hands. Yeah. Um, the goal is, is to look at the freedoms that the public schools have told, told us the private schools have and incorporate those freedoms and autonomies into our pu- public school system. Well, we did that for a long time. And it's called the way we used to do it. <laughs> so uh, we're, ma- we're making some headway here. I know there's a lot of stuff going on about this negatively. I'm just – most of the arguments that are negative are talking about money. I'm talking about trying to get kids a better outcome, trying to find ways to get kids a better outcome for their education so that they can go on to college and choose what they want to do in life without being pigeonholed in what they have to do because of lack of education. So we're working on this, folks. Um, when we do drop the bill, I promise, Delk, that we'll, I'll come on the radio and I'll, I'll walk everybody through it. It'll be a lengthy bill, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll look forward to that. But, it, but just everybody hold their opinions on this until we actually have a bill to read the language on and then read the language and then make a decision. Is this good for not only – is this good for the kids in education and public and private all together? Is it good for everybody? And there you go. All right. That's well, the job. That is a noble thought. <laughs> That's the job. Don't jump the gun. Don't uh, we'll jump. be back up there. Uh, session will be back open up on Monday. 
committees Tuesday, Wednesday, and then we're on the uh, – uh, now, we do have a new time on Mondays. We usually go at 5. We're now at 4 o'clock on Mondays. The House will be on at 4 o'clock on Mondays. And you can watch all of this, all the proceedings yeah. you can watch online at the, uh, yeah. from the Tennessee yeah, By the way, if you go to tn.gov – actually, the easiest way to do it is just type in Tennessee General Assembly, and it looks like, a, I guess, a brownish page. Yes. And you can click on videos – and then you can go to House, and you can you can watch every live committee. Or if it's House floor, you can watch the House floor. Yeah. So you know you can follow me, look at all the bills I'm presenting. It'll tell you what committee they're in, and then you can go watch watch me present those bills. Or if there's a bill you have interest in, uh, then you can go and watch those bills. But we have one of the best in the country to be able to view for our public. That's good, and it's interesting to watch that because you're watching mm-hmm. government work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Your elected representative. Yeah. Well, then, whoever's teaching American history should tune in. It, it, you know, I've I've talked to school teachers in Murray County about mm-hmm. that across the state. I said, if you want to give a civics lesson, just tune into a committee meeting and follow a bill, and just follow the bill from from the from the sub to the full to finance to the house floor, and just have your students follow it or just record it and say, here's how an idea becomes a law oh yes it's fascinating yeah it's very fascinating. it is neat it is and the neat. way it starts and the way it finishes yep. can be very different and, oh, and, yeah. and so the, a lot of copy and pasting in between so it's it's going to be but the, um um we are not broken tennessee uh we oh, do not we, we uh you know we, we do not have that four billion dollar surplus like we've been accustomed to but our budget is almost identically funded as last year's so, so far, we're looking very good. We do have some money that we can work with for, for some programs uh, that we were trying to get implemented. Uh, some bills that I ran last year, we're hoping we can get funded now that will help higher education, like the lineman program, stuff like that. But uh, uh, we are in great shape in Tennessee, and um, it's an honor and privilege to serve the people of Murray County, and I will keep serving you as long as you want me to keep serving you. So, there you go. Yep, well, we go. appreciate your hard work. Thank you. I yes, know that thank is you, Scott. Hard job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to say the least. Soup and bowl tomorrow. Um, get there early. Um, the Sapikis will be there roughly around ten with the two boys. So good luck after that. <laughs> <laughs> I did see one of your boys pick up uh, uh, Chinese or or something this week. So you had an armful. Yeah. Was yeah. the big one or the small one? It was the big one. <laughs> the big one. Small one six three two. Yeah. I, well, Sean goes. I think that's Happy one of the Sapiki boys. I'm like, yes, that is one of the boys. <laughs> yes. And the Chinese place was probably very very profitable. Then. Yes. <laughs> what's what's Gabriel weighing now? Uh, we're up to 210 now. Oh, really? We're, we're, okay. He is working hard. He's gotten that program from Memphis. So there you go. Wrapping it up. All right. So, all right, folks. It's a great show. Uh, glad you listened with us. And I promise you, next week we'll be back with Inside Middleton.